Welcome to the Laker Rub Podcast. This is your host, Ray G, and I want to thank you guys for tuning in today. This is an exciting episode that I've been waiting to record, and I'm about to just jump right into it. So, man, I don't want to jinx it, y'all. I don't want to jinx it, because I feel like when you say it, then it ends. You know, we at the start of it, and I don't want to end it, so I'm going to leave it alone. Um, all I'm going to say is that, uh, we look good and I know y'all know what I'm talking about. I know y'all know what I'm talking about, but, uh, we looking good right now, y'all. Um, I want to get over, I I need to go over two games that I did. I wasn't able to recap. So I believe it was the Charlotte Hornets and that amazing game AD played. I mean, AD out here dropping 40 and 20 on people had, you know, LeBron out here dropping 32. Lakers is rolling. Uh, We just need to keep this shit up. Real talk. We need to keep this shit up and we need to take advantage of this soft schedule right now. We need to really win all these fucking games. Like we need to win again, eight and two, like I predicted. Like we have, we need to go eight and two, seven and one, something, you know, I said seven and one, I'm tripping nine and one, something. We got to do it. We got to do it. This is our time because, like I said before, this is a soft schedule for us, so we have to take advantage of it. These are games that we're going to be glad that we won when it comes to playoff. We'll be happy that we, we took care of business um, during this time. Let's start with Charlotte, the Charlotte game. Okay, so the Charlotte game had me nervous because I felt like we was just like blah, blah, you know, like just playing like whatever. And I was like, why are we not just blowing these teams out? I don't know what it is right now with these slow starts, because we're definitely starting to have these slow starts. I don't, I don't, I don't know why they're doing that. Uh, I don't know if they're just pacing themselves or they know that they're better than the opposition, so they know they can turn that switch on at any time. But to me, I prefer them to turn that switch on right away. Put the team out their misery early. And low management in the game. Instead of low management the whole game, go ahead and knock them teams back and let Bron and AD sit back and chill for the rest of the game, and we'll do it again the next game. You know, that's what I prefer. I don't want us to have to keep doing this uphill battle just to, you know, catch up to these sorry-ass teams. They came out, uh, Harness came out swinging. They were shooting a lot of threes, uh, which they can shoot and make, but you can tell that they're a jump-shooting team. You can tell that they're a young team. They can't. The execution wasn't correct down the down the stretch of the game. I did tweet. I said, if y'all guard, if the Lakers guard the perimeter, game is over. As soon as the Lakers started to guard the perimeter, game was over. Like they blew it wide open. The, the the Hornets couldn't score. Teams like that to me, they're easier to to defend. Kind of similar to Golden State. Um, how you can defend Golden State, but then again, Golden State, nah. Anyways, whatever on that. But yeah, they're they're a jump shooting team and that's something I've seen right off the back. Like, okay, the Lakers not guarding the perimeter, they're leaving them right open and they're they're hitting these shots. Okay, now we know what we need to do. As soon as y'all guard this perimeter, this game, we're gonna clamp them up. And like I said before, they guard the perimeter, they clamp them up, they started making their shots because the Lakers couldn't really make too many shots themselves. And it was history after that, you know, blew it up. Was that is this was this the game that Bron had thirty two points? Let me check. Let me check for y'all because I'm not sure. I believe he did have thirty two points in this game, or was it the Jazz? I don't know which one it was. Well, we are on like what our fourth or fifth game now, and uh, Bron and AD just taking turns whooping people ass. 
Oh, we had our fourth. Okay, that was our fourth game. So they take it turns with putting on people's ass. I love it, man. I love it. Um, let's establish ourselves in the league early. You know, let's make sure that all these ESPN and all these other people bite their words. I'm, I like it. Like, let's do it. And and I want to get on Dwight. I know previously I said Dwight didn't look, uh, what's the word? He didn't look uh, spry. Like, he couldn't, he didn't have no lift. But I like this version of Dwight. Like, he, it's something about Dwight that's different. He's more of a team player. You know, I feel like he's enjoying his time with the Lakers this go-around. I don't know what the hell happened the first go-around. But this go-around, he seemed to be enjoying his time with the Lakers, and I'm most certainly happy for him for that. He just got to keep it up. We're not going to ask too much out of Dwight. We don't need him be, you know, 25 and 10. You know, we don't need too much out of him. I mean, shit, 10 and 10 is good. He don't got to do too much. Just come in, defend, and get our rebounds, and we, you know, we good to go. So, back to what I was saying about uh, Bron, that was the Utah Jazz that he scored 32 points on. The Charlotte Hornets, he scored uh, 20, and AD had 29. But you can see that they're they're taking turns scoring, like taking over the game, because AD dropped his little 29, and then, you know, towards the end of the game, Bron said, oh, okay, it's my turn. And then he, I think he didn't, he almost was scoreless at the half, Bron was. He didn't have that many points at the half. But then when we came back, then he, you know, took his turn and took his jabs, got his swings in and got his uh got his points up and whatnot. So I like that. Um one thing that I can say that I do like that that Frank Vogel's doing is staggering their minutes. I like how he has one of them on the floor at all times. And I know I've seen people say, Oh, the Lakers offense is trash without um A D or Brown on the floor and I mean, it is. I think that they're they're probably the team is probably going to be used to having at least one of them on the floor. Um, but when Kuzma comes back, that'll allow both of them to be off the floor because Kuzma can uplift that scoring. I mean, I believe if you bring Kuzma on there with Troy Daniels and um, Quay Cook, oh man, I don't know about the defense, <laughs> but the offense probably be pretty fire if they shots is dropping for sure. But yeah, I like that how he got their minutes staggered like that. Like I think that's a good strategy, and I like how they're kind of they're kind of sort of taking turns, um, carrying the load. You know, Bron's getting older, so I'm sure he's not gonna want to do all the heavy lifting. And AD still in his prime, so he wants to establish himself in the league as one of the best, which he's already done. Like he knows what he is at the end of the day. AD knows he's a monster, a beast. Um just greatness man he he just man ad is just something else and at first i didn't want to trade the young cats for him but now 40 games in i'm like okay okay this this is this this is good this is cool you know this guy he gonna definitely help us get to where we trying to go um so that charlie game that was a good test for us because i was i was like damn we should be whooping their ass and we wasn't and, you know, they just turned the Jets on and, and Jets said it and blew the game apart. And it was like, damn, it really wasn't as close as the score said. You know, it really wasn't as close as the score said. It was it was pretty much a blowout. So that Charlie game was definitely, you know, something that we need to do. We What's going to separate us from the good teams and the bad teams is that you have to beat the teams 
that you're supposed to be. And the Charlotte Hornets is a team that we're supposed to beat. We're better than them. Plain and simple. We're better than the Charlotte Hornets. And we shouldn't be losing to them. We should not be losing to, um, we should not be losing to, uh, what? I don't know what this mind block is going on with me today, guys. Like, I don't know what it is. We should not be losing to the Charlotte Hornets or the Memphis Grizzlies. So, let me get it together today, tonight. I'm out here tripping. I can't even think right. I'm just so excited. And then I'm a little tired, too, from work. So, that probably got something to do with it. Anyways. So, yeah. That Charlotte Hornet game was good. Good, you know. Got their ass kicked. That's that's not what... That's not the game I'm excited about. That game was cool. You know, I, I, 80 guys, 29. You know, they did what they did. But let's get to this goddamn Memphis game. Woo! That was a good game last night. Last night, I was sitting there and I said, here we go with those slow starts again. And they just do this. Like, they've been doing this. Slow-ass starts. And I'm just like, okay. This Memphis team came out, gave their best shot. As every team is going to do, every team that plays the Lakers, they're going to give us their best shot, their best punch. Because they're gonna want to show that hey, we can hang with these guys. You know, we have a target on our back now. You know, was it going to state Warriors? But I believe we got the target now. Everybody, we always had the target. Let me be real. We always had the target. Everybody wanted to beat the Lakers. All the Randy Dandies had great games against the Lakers. But then they go us against any other team. They're back to that Randy Dandy. But then when they play the Lakers, oh, there's some sniper that came off the bench that we don't know who the fuck they are. So, we know that every team is going to give it their best shot. We have to come out ready, man. That's one thing I don't like is these slow starts, man. They got to pick that shit up. If that's too slow. I think we was almost down like 16 points to start the game. I think it was like 16 to 2 or some crazy shit like that. And I was just, okay, we can't be starting games off like this. I can understand you get a couple points behind, but you can't be, you know, putting yourself in a hole like that. Because what if that team stays hot or... Something happens to where, damn, now we really have to grind it out against a trash-ass Memphis team when we should have never had to grind it out to begin with. So that's one thing I got to critique on that game was just the end of, end of Charlotte game. Just these slow starts. We got Dallas next. Let's not let's not give no slow slow starts with Dallas. That's a um fun upcoming team, and uh, I think we give them a slow start, then we might be a little in trouble because. They doing their thing out there, out here in Dallas, man. Luka and KP doing their thing out here. So, um, back to this Memphis game. It was one of those games where it was a grind fest. It was really slow. You know, not much, not much of nothing, really. Memphis is not the grindhouse no more. They're trying to play at a faster pace. The Lakers is kind of more of a grinded out team now. Um, and we kind of showed it in the beginning. We was, you know, just like, La, 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 Memphis Grizzlies, you know, we're playing this team, whatever, you know, we can, we should be able to beat them, and it's like, okay, when y'all gonna pick this up, when y'all gonna pick it up, can we just put this team out there in misery already, like, we already know, we already know your job better than them, we already know we can beat them at any point in this game, so, what exactly are y'all waiting for? That's what I was trying to figure out. But anyways, so the whole game seemed like a slugfest. It was just slow. So many damn whistles. It was just so many whistles. But it came in our favor because your man AD, beast mode. Man, 
beast mode. 40 and 20. I, done, I fucked around and, and skipped over most of the game because I needed to get to AD. 20 and 40 on a bum shoulder. Bruh. What? Man, can you imagine what this man could do without a bum, a bum shoulder? 20 and 40 on a sore shoulder. 7 for 17 shooting. So, really, statistically, he didn't even have a good shooting night. Like, 7 of 17 shooting. And then, what? he made 22 free throws? I got to get this stat correct. I got to get this shit correct. Because it's, it's mind-blowing what he what he did that day. So, my man had 26 of 27 free throws made. First off, he got fouled 27 times. They could not guard AD. Nobody could guard him. Every time he went up for a shot, it was a fucking foul. Nobody could stop him. Just unstoppable. He knew he was going to the line. It was a crazy game. It was a crazy game. Because I'm like, okay, his shot not falling really, you know. And his, I think his three was falling at Charlie game. But uh, his shots wasn't really falling. But he made a way, man. If your shot not falling, you got to find another way to impact the game. And that's exactly what my man did. He for sure did that. He still played his defense. He uh got to the line 27 times. Nobody on Memphis could stop him. And it was just like, what do we do with him? Keep following him? Like, it was just a hack of AD, and that shit was terrible for, for Memphis. I mean, they didn't have nothing else. They, they, they couldn't do anything else with him. 40 points. And 20 rebounds. Like, not only did the man give you 40 points, he gave you 20 rebounds to go with them 40 points. In 31 minutes, no play time in the fourth quarter. Set his ass down chilling on the bench watching KCP thinking he doing something. You know, and I don't care about KCP and making his little funky ass shots. That don't impress me, bruh. You need to make them shots when we really, really need it. Not in no damn garbage time, but... KCP, that's something else. You know, we ain't going to worry about it. I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to talk about you on this episode. Um, But, yeah, he was on the the damn, uh, on the bench straight chilling for a whole quarter. And that's what I'm I'm getting to when I say we got to put these teams out of their misery early. Like, let's do this early. Third quarter, we need to be ahead and and just ready to just chill. We need to have Brian and AD load manage within the game instead of having to take an actual game off. Go ahead and load manage within the game, and, and let's try to keep them fresh for the playoffs because we're going to need them. We're going to need them to ball the hell out. Brian didn't do too bad either. You know, he came along and and did his part in the game. Dwight Howard, like I said, I'm impressed with him and his defense, man. He's been playing defense and, and uh the offensive rebounding. He been he been keeping us alive there. Uh JaVel McGee. Uh, his game to me is has been real iffy. Been real iffy. Um Troy Daniels, Quinn Cook, they didn't to me they didn't really have a good shooting night. Although I'm gonna pull up their stats so I don't talk out my ass. Yeah. Uh Quinn Cook was three for eight, thirty seven percent shooting. Um, Troy Daniels was 28%, two for seven. So they didn't have a good shooting night. But um, you know who came in and, and did some work? Yeah, boy, Caruso. I keep telling you, that's my guy right there. Once he finds his way, his footing, Caruso going to be definitely a factor. 
Uh, he had three steals in this game. Caruso did. Although he was 0 for 4, he did have uh, three steals, four assists, and three rebounds. So he did something. You know, he ain't coming to do nothing. Danny Green, he had an average night of 50%, three for six with eight points. So that was that was decent for him. JaVale McGee, five for seven, 71%, shooting 10 points. And then Bron, 23 points, two rebounds, eight assists on 53% shooting, which is efficient. AD was 41% shooting, so not as efficient, but it got the job done. Free throw percentage, 96.3. He was swishing them hoes. I was like, yep. And I, I'm not used to seeing nobody on the Lakers hit free throws. Like, they always clanking them. We always pissed off because we, lo- we lost games because of free throw shooting, so it felt so good to watch a player and and not and pretty much know that they're gonna make the free throw know that they're a high percentage free throw shooter and he's a big man you know a lot of bigs don't shoot free throws at that rate they you know they usually kind of you know average to bad free throw shooters so um it was a good look to have somebody on our team that can you know as soon as he goes step it up and uh knock them free throws down you know i don't i have a feeling that we're not gonna lose many games to free throws this year um, we shouldn't. We we definitely shouldn't lose many games to free throws. So, um, that's it was I, like I said, slugfest. And then I guess the Lakers got tired of playing with them and said, "Fuck it, let's just blow them out." Boom! At one point, I believe they was blowing them out by thirty points, and we won the game by twenty nine points. Uh that's just, that's a great night of sleep for me. I slept easy, actually. Right when I was about to go to sleep, I get on Twitter. You know, I you know I usually look at uh what are, what Laker Nation got to say, and then I seen that John Witherspoon passed away, so that kind of put a damper on this win. So R.I.P. to Pops, rest easy. You're a legend, comedian, you know. Um, so that put a damper, but it's all good, and we still got the win, which is like I said, that that after that. I had some good rest. I woke up like, oh, cool, a little tired, but I woke up and I, I was like, damn, we really won by 29 points and AD really dropped 40 and 20 on their head. Let me let me see how many blocks he had. His defense is, is just on another level also. How many blocks? Uh, he had two blocks, which is average, you know, which is good. Let's get on that chase down block from Braun. He turned the clock back on that. I love watching him do his chase down blocks, man. Like I told you, I was never really a huge Braun fan, but it was certain things he did in his games that I was like, man, like nobody does it like him. I think him and D-Wade, they the best at chase down blocks, for real. For real, for real. Avery Bradley is somebody else I want to get on. He had, he gave us 12 points in 23 minutes and played lockdown defense on John Morant. Which John Moran is a good prospect, man. I like his game. But he, you know, Avery Bradley did his thing. If he continued to lock down his, his man and hit open shots when he receives the ball, we'll be all right. We will be A-OK, you know. Avery Bradley, you're all right by me. He He's definitely all right by me. Danny Green, again, another lockdown guard that we have. Those, those two did their thing. Man, like I said, it was just a good night for the Lakers. It really was. I'm really excited. I just need us to continue to blow teams out that we're supposed to blow out 
and less load management within the game and Texas road trip, Texas road trip where they got to play um, Dallas. And then I believe they play San Antonio twice, if I'm not mistaken, um, I, which I think we can get both of those wins, but we just can't keep playing with it. They playing with it too much. You know, they playing with it too much. Let's get this shit done early. Hit them in the mouth. Knock them out. Knock them out. Knock them down. Roll them around. Come on, defense. Work. Work. Y'all know where that's from. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we got this Texas road trip coming along. And, again, it's, the, the schedule is in our favor, y'all. It really is. It's in our favor, and we just got to take advantage of it. We got to take advantage of it. I hope that AD's shoulder is good. That's going to be something that, that plays a part in how he plays. He, I, I'm glad that he worked through his injury. So that's a good thing. Hopefully he's all right. Keep getting treatment. Coos, my man Coos. So uh, we're, told, we're, we're being told that he should come back versus the Dallas Mavericks on Friday. I am excited. I was really supposed to go to that damn game. Life happened. I forgot that the shit was coming up so fast. And I'm like, damn. So I'll be at the one in January. Believe me, I'm going to catch a Laker game, y'all. For sure. I'll be there at the one in January. But um, I'm so happy to get Kuz back. He's definitely going to change the dynamics of the game. He probably going to uh, take up Jared Dudley's minutes, too. So. We probably won't see much of Jared Dudley, which is it's cool. It's all good. Uh, Duds does does his job. He little still like slow footed because he older, but you know he does what he's supposed to do. So shout out to Duds. I'm so happy Kuz coming back. Y'all know that's one of my favorite Lakers out the young court. He's one of my favorite ones. So I'm happy that he's coming back and hopefully he come back and continue where he left off at. You know he don't need too much. Uh, teaching like he's still gonna be learning the game. I feel like he always could learn something new about the game. It's not like a early development stage. He already there. He already know. He you know, my man got that mama mentality already. So hopefully he can come in, start his season off right. You know, give us like eighteen points. You know, Bron, Kuz, AD. That's all the scoring we need right there. And then everybody else just fill in, man. Just fill in. Play defense and just make sure we just get these W's and stay consistent, man. So shout out to Kuz. I'm happy you coming back. Get out there and kill it. Let's get this W against Dallas Mavericks. Cause I'm trying to brag, you know. I gotta hit my boy up, let him know, even though he probably won't care because he don't. He not too happy about this Mavericks team, but I still gotta rub it in the nigga face. Anyways, that's gonna do it for this episode of the Laker Realm Podcast. I done got you guys caught up to my thoughts for two games. I've been behind a little bit. That's my mistake. I'm going to get right. I'm definitely going to make sure I recap this Dallas game on time instead of being behind. Go ahead and make sure you follow me on Twitter. Like, comment, subscribe, rate this show. It's greatly appreciated. And have a good night.